Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Unity of the Body of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 discusses a beautiful truth in that we as the body of Christ are to be unified and can be unified through the Spirit of God. No one part of the body is more important than the other. Just as a parent loves all their children the same, God loves every one of His children the same. On top of this, it is God's desire for there to be unity and love amongst His children. When the children of God are in harmony, God can do a mighty work. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Uh, go over to John chapter 16. Let me tell you how far the Lord takes this, not being offended. This is, this is almost humorous, especially by today's standards. John chapter 16, look what the Lord says in verse 1. He says, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. He's talking to his disciples. And he knows his disciples are going to go through great persecution as a result of of their faith in him. He's going to leave, and the comforter is going to come. And, and he's warning them about things that are going to happen to them. And he says, he says that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues, kick you out of church. Yea, the time come, cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service, which, by the way, happened. The Sanhedrin didn't stop at Christ. They kept going after the disciples, and many of the apostles died a martyr's death. And look what he says in verse 3. All these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. All right, Jesus says, verse 1, you shouldn't get offended. You, couldn't, you shouldn't get offended, verse 2, when they put you out of the synagogue. You shouldn't get offended when they kill you. So what were you offended about this morning? Well, I put my kid in the nursery, and their diaper didn't get changed in time. The preacher said something I didn't like. You know, during handshaking time, I stood there with my hands in my pockets, and nobody came up to me and shook my hand. Jesus said, if they kill you, don't let it offend you. What was it you were offended about? Do you see what it takes to be a disciple, folks? And how, how against the grain that is in our present culture? And if we're not careful, our present culture will rub off on us. And we'll start getting that way. And we'll be walking around getting our feelings hurt all the time. And you know what? When that's going on, you can't have any unity. You not only can't have unity in the church, you can't have unity in family, you can't have unity in the workplace, you can't have unity anywhere. Do we understand that we are a country divided right now? Does anybody really think that in the history of our nation for the past almost 250 years that, that everybody's always been in agreement on everything, politically and otherwise? No. I mean, we fought a civil war in the late 1800s, mid to late 1800s. But you know what's happened? Nobody can talk about anything anymore without getting their feelings hurt. So, so things can't even be out on the table and talked about anymore. 
we've gotten so sensitive. And the Lord tells us here in John chapter 16, how far do we go with this not getting offended? Well, if they kill you, don't, don't be offended. Amen. Go back to Ephesians chapter 4. By the way, according to Jesus in John chapter 16, verse 3, a lot of times when people literally persecute us, and that was the case of what he was talking about, they don't even know what they're doing. Remember when Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they what? Know not what they do. Look at verse 30, 32. Be ye kind one to another. A little girl was overheard praying one time, said, Dear God, make all the bad people good, and please make all the good people kind. That's that a pretty observant prayer. When you stop and think about it, to use an analogy, we could look at ourselves as light bulbs. One of us shines with 50 watts, another with 25. There are some that shine with 200 watts. But let's ask ourselves a question. How do any of those wattages compare to the sun? Pretty insignificant, amen? When you really get down to it, we have nothing to be self-righteous about. God has called us to be kind to one another. It's a synonym for considerate, nice. And God's not selective, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. We don't have to particularly agree with someone to be kind to them. We don't even have to particularly like them. They might not be our kind of person. They might not even be the kind of person that you can get along with very easily. I remember Doc Noe when he was alive. He preached here quite often. Some of you remember him. He said he had a man in his church that could offend you by saying hello. You ever meet anybody like that? Yeah. But you know what? God's called us to be kind, hasn't he? To be approachable, reasonable. Versus what the Bible calls implacable, Romans chapter 1, verse 31. Like Nabal the churl, Abigail's husband, whom she said was such a man of Belial. God has called us to be kind, civil, Courteous to all, not selective in this kindness. We call it common courtesy. But notice, he doesn't stop there. He says in verse 32, to be tender-hearted. Tender-hearted is a synonym of empathy, compassion. The heart is moved with the hurt of others. And by the way, it's a prerequisite, to be quite honest with you, of leadership. We have to have broken hearts. We've got to be kind-hearted or tender-hearted. It's a prerequisite. It's a necessity. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 15, a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Proverbs 15 verse 18 says, a wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. The words of the pure are pleasant words. And all of us have had times in our lives where a kind word went a long way to being a blessing to our hearts. I would say this morning something that I would have never added to this discussion 20 years ago and say this, be careful when you're on social media. You know, the further removed we get from eyeball 
to eyeball one-on-one -on -one conversation, the more emboldened we get to say things we wouldn't normally say. And you know something, folks? I think this command to be kind and to be tender-hearted applies also to Facebook. Amen? And uh, it can be such a grief to hear about people. And, and, and that's all it is. I hear about it because I'm not on it. And, and I, I'm not shining my halo by saying I'm not on it. I, I'm not saying it's entirely wrong to be on these things. But, boy, to, to find out people are fussing and arguing and debating and accusing and generally just getting ugly with other brothers and sisters in Christ uh, on, on social media. Folks, that's as much of a sin as if we were doing it verbally with each other. Amen? It really is. We're accountable for those things. And by the way, you know, when you speak a word, you ever, you've heard the expression, I wish I could take that back? When you speak a word to one person, it, it's, it's one thing, the damage it can do, if it's something ugly, if it's something wrong, if it's sinful. But, boy, when you hit that button and it goes viral, it goes out there all over the place. And by the way, if somebody captures it electronically, it can be out there for good, right? Right? Boy, a lot more damage could be done. You know what I really believe? I, I think we ought to be more careful on social media than even we are with our, our words face-to-face. Amen. I agree with that guy that said amen. I agree with him. But, and you know, I'll be honest with you, to be truthful with you, there, there's a part of this I don't understand. I, I, it just seems that some people want everything about their life out there. I don't get that. Are, are you a celebrity? We just don't know it? We just haven't ever heard of you? Is that, is that the problem? Uh, you're making yourself known? I don't get it. I, some of you are old enough to remember when they went from party lines to private lines? I was a kid. I wasn't paying the bills, but boy, when, that was great. You could pick up the phone and call somebody and nobody else would be listening in. Whoa. Now people want everybody in on their business. I don't get it. I don't get it. Where, where did privacy go? So I, I think we need to be careful. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, the beginning of strife is as when one letteth out water, therefore leave off contention before it be meddled with. Take a look at Proverbs 26. Proverbs 26. I told you I'm going to be all over the place. Proverbs 26. Proverbs 26. I'm going to show you Facebook. I'm going to show, I'm going to show you social media in the Bible. Look at verse 17. This is social media. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. Okay? You can just write social media next to that verse. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Unity of the Body of Christ. Just like a marriage, it is more important for us to worry about fixing our own problems than fixing the problems we may see in our loved one. And so it goes for the body of Christ. God wants us all to take personal responsibility for what we can be doing to help the body of Christ, rather than trying to see what the body of Christ can do for us. May we strive to have the spirit-led unity that Pastor DeMichael has encouraged us to have, not just for our own sakes, 
but for the sake of others and for the sake of the work of the Lord. An act of kindness can change a life. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.